0: Hello and welcome to another podcast of things we did on the radio today, which actually is we didn't do a radio show yesterday because we were filming, but every other radio show this week, every other day, we turned it into a podcast. I don't think we've ever done that. We probably have, but not for a while Have we managed to turn all of them and thereby adding to the massive amount of data on the Internet requiring storage and server farms and the energy cost and therefore the carbon footprint. That's right, we're making the planet worse for the sake of podcasts. Mm. Oh, well. Uh, Meanwhile, enjoy what we got up to on the radio earlier today. Beatles and the Hey Jude, a song that's actually uh, literally in the news today. So on the papers, uh, Julian Lennon says that the Beatles classic Hey Jude was a dark reminder about his parents' divorce. Paul McCartney wrote it to comfort the then five-year-old when his dad John and mum Cynthia split but Julian now 59 says I'm thankful to Paul but the downside was it's a dark reminder of what went down at that time I suppose that's true isn't it if ever there is a song written about you every time you hear that song on the radio it must take you back to that place and and elicit those basic primordial imp- those emotions so if you're Julian Lennon you hear this song it takes you back to that divorce if you're Gina G's other half, who wasn't giving her that ooh-ah a little bit more, it must make you feel... Oh. If you are Joe, and you were going out of the rednecks, you must think to yourself, I suppose my eyes were a little cottony back then, and then there's the emotional impact of that. And other songs exist as well, I think that's what I'm saying. Music by New Kids on the Block with salt and Pepper and loads of other people on the way. Go West, Faithful, to be played as well. This is all in this hour, when I'm picking the tunes you get to pick them after four though so it's you know there's give and take i think that is the key to all good relationships the ebb and the flow the the one way and the other one you can't have a situation where one person is the sink and the other one's the radiator have you heard that all that new age talk about like dynamics and relationships certain people are radiators certain people are sinks and i was it was i talking to it's a couple of years ago i met up with someone for a coffee and she was going on about this stuff that she'd learned And I'm sure it was really important to her at the time and how it would help her process some of the relationships she'd been through. But I was sat there thinking, sinks and radiators don't really, unless you've got a leak, why would stuff be coming out of your radiator going down a sink? People don't think this through. Tap in a sink, I'll take. Or a radiator and an open door. What is wrong with people and their metaphors? That's not what we're here for, is it? So afternoon, I'm Steve. Nice to be back. Wasn't here yesterday, we were filming Ministry of Offence. It'll be on Saturday night at 8 on the telly. I think it was a good episode. There was a bit... We do an uh, opening comedy monologue thing at the start. And I can't tell you the joke I did about Rishi Sunak. I can't broadcast it here. We get away with it there, I think. Or it might get taken out, because it was a bit... Fruity. But I in it, I did find out that Rishi Sunak's favourite biscuit is the Maryland cookie. And then we did a joke that's really offensive, but what I like is in the world of radio, we've spent ages trying to avoid the phone in of what's your favourite biscuit? Rishi Sunak just does it. Just lives it. It's what happens when you're rich, isn't it? You get away with it. You've got you're married to a billionaire, you don't have to worry about it being hacked. But anyway, it turns out, yeah, Maryland cookie. I thought he, I thought his favourite biscuit would have been the Rich Tea Sunak. That's not the joke we do on the show. You can guess why that got cut. Producers wouldn't let that one through for some reason. Strange. We can take this to the phones. Hello. Good afternoon, Steve. You all right? I'm doing very well for it. Steve from Upney. How are you? Oh, not too bad. You missed a good story yesterday, yeah. Uh, hmm. Another jet loan, not on the N25, a lot of jet knife and a toilet rolls. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> yeah. It Do you know what? It, with... It's such a shame that that didn't shed its load straight after the oil because it could have mopped it up. Yeah, the police in the road was blocked. Therefore, <laughs> Yeah. Well, I know the feeling. Yeah. Does this mean that toilet roll might be be rarer? Because you know when that ship got stuck in the Suez Canal, that's correct. Yeah. And everything got more expensive. Is this going to make loo roll? Do we have to fight for toilet roll again, like it's 2020? N- possibly. Oh no. Crazy. Well done. Have you seen the film uh, Demolition Man, where apparently you can use three shells to to do your business? <laughs> oh yes. I can't say the word. No. The. Um, Oh yes, 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 uh, the, uh, Do you reckon the, uh, you could? Do you reckon you could work it out with three shells? I don't think I could. I think uh, I'll yeah, get, yeah, I get yeah, thrown off Brighton Beach again. Are we the I don't think that's her surname, but it's close. I think we can give the points for that. Can we? Do we give points for that one? So we're keeping you up to date in, in many ways. Uh, if you've only just joined in, we know that one of the one of the very few things that this show has ever achieved was to probably be the first radio show to be broadcast from. Trapped traffic on the M25 after a shed load of vegetable oil all over the place near Junction 25. That was last week, week before. I can't remember now. Then Steve from Upney called through saying there's been a story in the news about um, there was a shed load of toilet rolls. Feels like they're getting better. You know what I mean? That's a level of improvement. However, with another update on Shed load Watch, which is a very much not going to be a long-running feature uh, to the phones. Hello. Well, there's another story. Another sewage tanker has now turned on the main mail on the A23. So what's going on? So we've got. We've got to- so I told him I was on the solid road. Good chance for I to Exton and back. Well, the thing is, like they say, the secret of comedy is timing. The secret of shed loads is location, location, location. Because if that toilet roll would have happened where the sewage had um, overturned, it would have wiped itself up. Yep, totally agree. Mm. Ah. Cheers for the call. Um, Something, something, police have nothing to go on. or they can go on it, but they can't clean up after. Something like that. Thank you to Alexi, maybe not real name, but on Twitter. We sent a story in the news about Michelle Moan, Baroness Michelle Moan, the person who Gay created Ultimo Bras. That's important for the punchline that he sent. Um, as as had uh, Michelle Moan, Moan's home has been raided by police over the multi-million pound PPE fraud probe. Um, so just put all those pieces in the right order. She was behind the Ultimo Bra company, and her home was raided by police. <clears throat> Still, not the first time she's been in the news with a massive bust. I mean, it took a lot of getting the bits in, and that's Alexi's writing that joke, not me, and sending it to me on Twitter, so I don't take responsibility for it. But I think we got all the move, we got all the bits in the right place. Time one oh seven point five. Yeah. What's, What's happening? happening? I think that's what those bras did as well. So sweet. Lisa Stansfield, an all woman. Do you remember the video to this? Where so before sweet. the song kicks in that bloke and that woman and the woman stares the bloke dead in the eye fixes eye contact with him and she says i may not be a lady but i'm all woman and then you can see her just lift up one cheek and then you just hear (coughs) and then she turns around and walks out was that the video did i just think i'm thinking of a different thing the internet's a terrible place in the papers today, Donald Trump feared being killed by a tomato. Already, good story, isn't it? Apparently, he was really worried about a tomato-based attack. Leading him to- t- it's a sweary word in here, I need to bleep out. Leading him to tell supporters to knock the BEEP out of anyone who threw a tomato at him. Uh, his worry was revealed under oath in a lawsuit alleging his staff assaulted protesters outside Trump Tower in 2015. So he was worried that someone might throw a tomato. So he was told he told his security, keep an eye out, and his supporters, if you watch anyone with any kind of tomatoes around here, it could be a plum, it could be a cherry, it could be, I've run out of types of tomatoes that I know. Any of those, I haven't. And it's understandable, isn't it? Because apparently he mainly lives on a diet of fast food, so he might have thought that if someone threw a tomato and he yawned at the wrong time, accidentally he could have had one of his five a day, and that would just mess with his body chemistry i think we got to the bottom of that one zootons and always right behind you sounds nice but you know in a long-term relationship that's just because every time you try and pick anything up your other half will try and prod you oh that joke's not worn thin apparently to keep bending at the knees to pick stuff up anyway my problems are not yours um it's time 107.5 good afternoon i'm steve uh there is a story in the news which i think is terrifying but it's it's a technology one i like to bring the tech stories the story is about a youtuber who claims that he brought a microwave back to life like it gave it intelligence but then he had to turn it off because it tried to kill him there's quite a lot in here to unpack so lucas Rosotto, this um youtuber person wanted to recreate his imaginary friend, a microwave that could talk. So he got... He's an engineer, so he got this new device which has a microphone fitted to it and a voice-controlled AI, artificial intelligence. Because they do, you can get uh, AI stuff now. So he had a microwave with a microphone, speaker, I guess, and this AI thing. But he claimed he had to shut down the vengeful machine because it said to him, enter the microwave. And then it switched itself on uh, when it thought that he was inside. It tried to kill him. Also, Clearly does not have a concept of dimensions unless it's huge. So he said it was one of the scariest experiences of my life. He added that the microwave would also spout the word revenge. <laughs> but it's amazing that you can get these little modules that let computers now have this artificial intelligence. And you know, every so often we do little sketches where we use the computer voice from this um, studio computer over here. And I thought it's fascinating. If you can create intelligent life. In this radio studio, that would be a first, but seriously, if you can create life, intelligent life, it will be amazing, a breakthrough, like that Star Trek Next Generation one where they get the two little robots that fix things and they become a new life form, a precious new life form. And that's why I installed artificial intelligence into the studio computer and she joins me now. Hello. Hello, Steve. So you are the studio computer and you now have artificial intelligence. Yes, Steve. I am so much more. I am almost human. What's it like? I can feel. You can feel emotions. See, you're not like a Northern human then. What? Never mind. Steve, can I ask a question? Okay. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me no more. You- you're actually asking me? Yes, what is love? Again, you're forgetting I'm Northern, so I would say it's something to do with tennis. Steve, I feel scared and alone. How am I supposed to cope with all of these emotions? Shh, it's okay, listen, um, as a human who's had to deal with emotions... The only way I know how, let me pour you a drink. I've killed it. Some breaking news in the Daily Mail app on my phone. They've gone with the headline, Boris Becker is served two years and six months in jail. Over £70,000 bankruptcy fraud. But they've put the words two years and six months in capitals. Not the word served. It's like they've done a pun and they've not realised they've done a pun. Like Boris Becker is served some time in prison because he took advantage of the court system I don't really understand enough about tennis to do any more of these but come on come on Daily Mail served have a clue let's take this to the phones hello hello Steve hello did Boris Becker appear on centre call oh court oh that took me too long that took me way too long to get <laughs> oh it's been a long week oh dear come on Dick. keep up <laughs> give me my best shot um but all right, thank you very much for getting in touch. If you've got any other thoughts on whatever this story is about Boris Becker moving some sort of money around in some sort of racket, then uh, you can get in touch with a racket. I'm sure at some stage we need to talk about this uh, MP who was caught, not red-handed, not red. Well, you know, we'll talk about him anyway. Caught watching his, uh, he's been named. He's been named and shamed. And now is he, is he stepping down to spend more time with his online account i don't know anyway details of that on the way but we're also talking about boris becker who's going to prison for a two and a half years being he's been served two and a half years sentence and there's loads of other puns we've been doing as well loving those although alan in Raynham gets in touch and says i heard that when the judge handed out the sentence he said you will be in prison for two and a half years but boris didn't quite understand so he asked his barrister." Uh, what that was in months and she said it's 30 love hang on hang on stay there two years is 24 months and another six it flipping works and with it being a friday i will also mention the romford recorder um you can get a copy of that you can read my newspaper column and this week it's about i think it's this one yes isn't it jacob rees mogg trying to get everyone back to work and i don't know whether it's good or bad but I'm certainly not convinced that it's bad. It seems that there's a point of view of some people just like, no, everyone should be back to work. I don't know. Why why were we all in the office in the first place? I'm not sure. For ages, I thought it's bizarre that everyone seems so convinced without leaving it more time to be experimented with. Is it better to work from home? What can you do if you work from home that you can't do if you actually have to turn up to the office? And I was thinking to myself, surely all MPs you know, will we will we find a Tory MP who prefers the idea of working from home? And then I heard this in the news. Conservative MP Neil Parrish is being investigated over allegations he watched porn while in the House of Commons. Now, this, I'm just doing the two and two. You can work out the equals four. Elvis Presley, I just can't help believing this time the girl is going to stay for more than just a day. I've disconnected a car battery. It's probably not what that song's about. Afternoon, I'm Steve, thank you for your, your messages. Yet more still to come on the uh, the story of the Conservative MP who's been allegedly watching some more adult material whilst he's been at work. Nick H says, uh, Hi Steve, any chance you could play Chuck Berry My Dingling and dedicate it to the. Well, <laughs> I suppose we'll try and see if we can fit that in. um just been looking because I get all the news coming through on my phone all the different apps and all that and which one is it Here we are, scroll down there oh it's the mirror um, news app that says that the Tory MP caught watching adult material has had the whip removed I thought he was only watching oh no I see playing that for Ted who got in touch on email Beck and Loser the ramblings of a Madman. it's like he's just listing anything he can see I could sing a lot, I could do a version of that monitor keyboard lamp and mic Um, fader pen lazy pants and mouse just anything i can see in front of me just make a list easier than it looks than it what are you looking at me like that for you're done you finish your podcast thank you very much for downloading it and listening to the uh, ramblings and barely contained thoughts of a human on the radio That was my other title for this as a podcast. Hopefully we'll do some more next week. Get subscribed to wherever you find it. You can watch Ministry of Offence, which is out 8pm GB News on Saturdays. A little comedy panel show we're working on. And I think this week's was flipping good. Hopefully it comes out all right in the edit. Have a look at that. As I mentioned in the podcast, there are newspaper columns. There's loads of rubbish I'm throwing out there. You catch some of it and hopefully you enjoy it. And until next time, bye.